It is God who is who is keeping us. That's why we don't have to be overly concerned about what they're trying to do. <laughs> because God is keeping us. Don't, don't, don't you fool yourself. It's been God all the time. It's been God all of the time. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Second Corinthians chapter 4, beginning with verse 8. These are the words you find. We are troubled on every side. Yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our bodies. Let me just take this opportunity this morning to encourage the people of God. I want to talk about victimized yet not a victim. Victimized yet not a victim. I, I started listening to the news again. <laughs> I, I had quit for a while. Had to, had to take a rest for a minute, but I started looking again because I need to know what's going on. I, I, I can't be of help to y'all if I don't know what's going on. But as I watched today, as I watched the news and watched all of the things that's going on, all of the plots and all of the things that are being planned for us, for our destruction, it occurred to me that God would have me to encourage his people. And in order to be able to encourage his people, I, I need to know what God says about it. And he took me right back to this scripture, a scripture that I love that told me to tell you that it's one thing to be victimized, but it's another thing to become a victim. And the truth of the matter is, we are being victimized. But we only become victims when we stop fighting. We only become victims when we fail to realize that there is a God who sits high and who looks down low. And no matter what Trump or anybody else says, he's still running things. 
here in this world. Study, study history, the history of mankind, and one thing always seems to surface, and that is disharmony. Seems like every generation, every generation, please know that this ain't nothing new. Every generation has had its share of wars and rumors of war. Study further, and you'll find that all of our trouble and everything that we have suffered through, suffer, it stems from man's need to be in control of what God never meant for him to control anyhow. Some call it the law of self-preservation, but I call it greed. In this continual quest for power, in this continual quest for power and control, we've seen sectors of society rise up and victimize other sectors. Y'all hear me? I believe, I believe with all of my heart, that's what we are witnessing all over our nation right now. You've seen it, you've seen it. There are many in this nation right now who believe that it's their God-given right to subject others to oppression. Feel like it's their God-given right to subject others to deprivation and subject others to suffering. Y'all hear me? What we're watching right now every day on the news, what we're hearing every day from, 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 from the White House, what we're hearing, what we're seeing tweeted out every day is wickedness gone amok. We, we, we see an abandoning, abandoning of the poor, abandoning the elderly, abandoning the sick, abandoning the black, abandoning the Hispanic, Abandon the, the, the Muslim, abandon poor whites, whether they realize it or not. We, we, see, we see an abandoning of, uh, of people, of everyday people. We, we, see, we see a systematic, systematically, we see people being, being left out in the cold. Folk can fight in the army. And then not enjoy the free freedoms that they are fighting for. <laughs> it's amazing now they're making a big deal out of that. I just say, welcome to our world. Are y'all hearing me? We got folks sitting up in here right now who went to war. Are y'all hearing me? Who went and fought for a nation. Come back and couldn't even go to the bathroom. It's amazing. There's nothing new under the sun. The way has been cleared for banks to take advantage of innocent folk who are just now getting their footing from the last robbery. People, people who are finally, people who finally got some relief from worry about getting sick with no health care. They finally got a little relief, but now they're finding themselves right facing that same demon all over again. These kinds of stories, these kinds of stories and many stories like them would cause a person to throw up their hands and just give up saying, what is the use? But let me point out, let me point out, let me point out to you, my brothers and my sisters, that at 
this point, yeah, you, yeah, when you come to that point where you're ready to throw up your hands, that point, dear God, where you are just ready to give up, it is at that moment that you become a victim. Y'all hear me? At that moment, when you decide, I ain't fighting no more. Now, that moment when you decide that I'll just take whatever comes, at that moment when you give up hope, then is when you become a victim. Let me just go on and get this out of the way. There are some folk who enjoy being victims. Let me go on and get that out of the way. There, there are some folk who ain't bothered at all by being victims because yeah, it gives them an excuse for not even trying. It gives them an excuse for failure. So there are some folk who just don't mind being victims. But I come by this morning with a message from the Apostle Paul, a message that, that you can be victimized without becoming a victim. Wonder if I got a witness up in the house. Who, who, who better? Who better to teach this lesson than the Apostle Paul. Who better to teach this lesson than one who was victimized on every hand? Follow me now. Follow me now. This, this, this new Jesus movement, we've got to get back into the pages and see what was going on during that time. This new Jesus movement, this movement of Christians is spreading like wildfire. And, 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 and and, 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 and now, yeah, the, 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 the people are watching the spreading of Christianity and, 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 and now it looks like, yeah, people are, are, are falling in love with Jesus. Folk are living this new lifestyle and now there are those who are committed to stop this movement, this, this faith and this this, this new fellow from Galilee, this, this, this following and this, this following of Jesus Christ. And during that time, it looked like during this particular time, Paul seemed to be the, the ringleader of the movement there in the city of Corinth. People are watching people's lives change. People are watching people starting to live a different kind of life. And it looked like Paul is at the center of it. So their method then. This is always the method of, of the devil. The method that they thought we can, the, the way we'll destroy the movement is to destroy the leader. Are y'all hearing me? It's always that tactic. Yeah, the way to get this thing stopped is to destroy the leader. Oh, my brothers and sisters, let me tell you, it's a tactic that had been tried, but it just doesn't work with the children of God. Are y'all hearing me? I can prove that. I can prove that. Yeah, somebody took a gun one day and, and, and thought that they were killing a dream, but they killed a man instead. Are y'all hearing me? That it just does not work. The plot was, let's kill the leader, this Paul fellow. Let's see if we can discredit the leadership. One of the ways they attempted to destroy Paul was to focus on the fact that yeah, he was leading people into a life of struggle. They, 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 yeah, they, they, they wanted them to focus on the struggles that people had in their Christian lives. See, 
during this time to be identified as a Christian. I know now everybody claimed to be Christian, but at that time, to claim to be a Christian was to put yourself in harm's way. At that time, the claim to be a Christian, the claim of Christianity was to set yourself up to be attacked. False prophets and, and false teachers were trying to make the people believe that there was something wrong with Paul's teaching because, and the reason there's something wrong with it is because in spite of this new life that you say you got, in spite of this new walk that you say you got with Jesus, uh, they're trying to make them believe something is wrong with it because look at you still struggling. Following Jesus and you got more problems than anybody else. Following Jesus and seem like you struggle more than anybody else. And some folk now, even now, they view the Christian life as in that light. Somehow, there are people who view the Christian life as a life that ought to be full or free from struggle. There are those who view Christianity as a life where trouble is all over and you'll never have any more struggles in your life. Some will try to sell you on the idea that your reward for accepting Christ is deliverance from any semblance of hurt, harm, and danger. But I've got to tell you the truth this morning. I've got to tell you the truth this morning. Nothing is further from the truth. You see, my brothers and my sisters, we are still in the world. We're not of it. But we are in it. And in this world, are y'all hearing me? It's just a fact. It's just a fact. In this world, there is struggle. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, since the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, man has been set up for struggle. From the cradle to the grave. Job said it like this, man that is born of a woman. Is a few days, and that is full of trouble. John 16, says, in this world, you will have tribulation. Are y'all hearing me? This text, and this text, yeah, these facts are being used. These facts are being used to try to turn the people of God away from God. They're trying to use the fact that people are struggling, the fact that uh, yeah, people are still having hard times. They're trying to use that to turn people away from God. Call yourself Christians. But where has it gotten you? Are y'all hearing me? You, you call yourself Christians. You get up in the morning going down that church, carrying your money down there. What has it gotten you? Y'all have trouble? Just like everybody else. Y'all are perplexed. Just like everybody else. Y'all are persecuted. Just like everybody else. Y'all are cast down. Just like everybody else. And, and, and so now the people are, 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 are wondering. They got the people looking at Paul saying, 
Paul, they, they are talking about us. They are talking about the trouble we're in and how perplexed we are. And Paul, what we need from you, we need you to give us some kind of defense. But Paul, we, 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 we don't have a defense. We, we don't have a defense because when what they're saying is true, we are troubled. We are perplexed. We, yeah, yeah, we are persecuted. We are cast down. So Paul here, in his effort, and, and as he begins to encourage the people and get the people back on track, listen to what he does, Paul. In so doing, I want you to notice how Paul encourages the people. Paul does not deny the reality of struggle. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Paul, Paul, Paul didn't say, well, everybody going to have money. Everybody going to be fine. Blab it and grab it. Call it, haul it. He didn't, no, it wasn't that kind of, no, no, no. He didn't give them that. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Paul agreed with everything they said. <laughs> Paul said, yeah, we are trouble. Y'all hearing this? Paul said, yes, we are perplexed. He said, yes, we are persecuted. Yes, we are cast down. Paul, yeah, what kind of encouragement is that? Paul, you are saying the same thing that they are saying. We are troubled. We are perplexed. We are persecuted. We are cast down. But, but Paul said, that, that's just half of the story. Y'all ain't hearing me. That, oh, oh, it's true. It's true. It just ain't complete. That's just half of the story. As a matter of fact, that's the worst half of the story. Paul says, what you're doing, you're concentrating. You're concentrating on being victimized. You're concentrating on what the enemy is doing. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you've been so caught up on what the enemy is doing that you have totally missed what the Lord is doing. Are y'all hearing me? I wonder if I got a witness in the house that sometimes uh, you can get so carried away in what the devil is trying to do that you completely miss what the Lord uh, is already doing. So Paul, Paul begins to encourage them. And I want you to note that Paul does not encourage them by denying the reality of suffering. Paul does not encourage them by trying to paint some rosy picture. He does not want to deny the reality of their suffering, but he's showing them uh, that there is a God. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, yes, suffering is real, uh, but while uh, you're talking about your suffering, uh, let me point to you that there is a God. There are God. There's a God that has been with you. There's a God that has been with us every step of the way. So Paul does not deny the reality of tough times. Paul does not deny the reality that sometimes uh, things do get mighty tough. Yes, listen to Paul saying, yes, we are troubled on every side. But then he starts using conjunctions. <laughs> I love conjunctions. 
Because whenever you use a conjunction, that means there's some more to be said. Are y'all hearing me? Whenever you use conjunction, that means that this ain't the end of it. So Paul begins to use these blessed conjunctions. He says, yes, we are troubled on every side. Yet, we are not distressed. Yes, we are perplexed. But, y'all ain't hearing me. But we are not destroyed. Yes, uh, we are persecuted. But we are not forsaken. Yes, uh, we are cast down. But, hey, we are not destroyed. Paul teaches us here that you can be victimized without becoming a victim. Are y'all hearing me? Somehow Paul always keeps Jesus on his mind. Somehow in the midst of all of his suffering, somehow he was always able to keep Jesus on his mind. Are y'all hearing me? That's verse 10, always bearing about the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, that the life of Jesus may be manifest in our own bodies. Are y'all hearing me? Well, Paul, what are you saying? Paul says, uh, well, if I can just keep my mind uh, on Jesus. Y'all ain't hearing me. Paul says, uh, if I can just remember Jesus and uh, his suffering. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, let me walk it down to you. At his birth, uh, Herod had a contract on his life. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, uh, yeah, as he lived on this earth, uh, they talked about him. Uh, they lied about him uh, and called him everything uh, but the son of God. Yeah. Jesus himself, uh, they sentenced him to die on an old rugged cross. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, they put my cross on his shoulder, but he never said a word. Uh, he suffered, uh, he bled, and he died, uh, and he never said a word. Uh, he died uh, on an old rugged cross. Uh, look at him stretched out. Uh, look at him uh, shedding his blood. Uh, look at him die uh, on an old cross. Uh, they laid him uh, in a borrowed tomb. Yeah. But watch this. But yeah, early Sunday morning. Yeah, y'all ain't hearing me. Early uh, Sunday morning, uh, he got up. Uh, he got up uh, with all power in his hand. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, trouble is real. Yeah, perplexity is real. Yeah, persecution is real. Uh, but I got something else for you. Yeah, God is real. Uh, y'all ain't hearing me. Uh, God is real, uh, cause I can be, are y'all hearing me? There are some things uh, that I may not know. Uh, there are some places uh, that I can't go, uh, but I am sure, uh, yes, I am sure of this one thing. God is real, uh, God is real, uh, cause every now and then uh, I can feel him moving, moving, oh, yes. 
deny. Don't you deny the reality of struggle. It's real. But don't forget that God is real. Don't forget that God has sent his son. And he's overcome. He's overcome every bit of this already. If I were you, if I were you, I wouldn't want to be caught out without a savior. At times like these, if I were you, if I were you, I'd want to be covered. The word of God is clear. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're here today unsaved, I want to invite you to come. Having accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, you need a Savior today. You need to come. If you're here today, if you're here today, you're already saved. You're just not in church. I want to invite you today. I want to invite you today. I want to invite you today. You need a covering. You need a covering. You need to be in the body. Somebody ought to be moving now. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There. A precious fountain. It's free to all, a healing stream that flows from Calvary's mountain. If you're here, you ought to be moving now.